0: Hi, how are you doing today? This is Diane Peters from jcharvestinvestments.com. How are you doing today? I said that before. Uh, It's a little cloudy here, very, very humid in the Northeast. I hope your morning and afternoon is going well. Well, today I want to pay tribute to a man that had a great impact on my children. Both my sons played college ball, one at University of New Haven, and the other one at Boston University, and that's Coach Tony Sperano. I'm telling you, um, we had the unfortunate um, situation yesterday, learning that he passed away yesterday at the age of 56. And uh, let me tell you about when I first met Coach Sperano. He was recruiting, he, he and Coach Palmer recruiting Marvin from uh, Milford Academy and um, had a conversation with both of them about Marvin when he went on campus, and mind you, Marvin was about 18 years old, 19, and um, just realized how Coach Verano had a lot of the love for football, like Marvin, my son Marvin's that way, knows statistics, knew all about the history of football. I mean, it was always such a pleasure meeting up with him and talking with him, and I felt so safe. Always leaving my son with him, not realizing that he is probably only six, seven years older than marvin and i 'm um, telling you right now, I just always enjoyed it was such a pleasure talking with him and um, I just can 't repeat how many times that you you know his enthusiasm for football and what he was teaching his his players and how he worked with them at that point in his career was really a, an inspiration and um then we went on to have a further relationship with him when he and Coach Palmer recruited Jerome uh, for Boston University, and once again interacting with him and you know just talking with him. It was just you know as a parent, you know you leave your kids at college and you want to feel like you know they're with people that understand and. And once again, he understood football. He loved it. As you know, he went on to be head coach at um, the, with the Miami Dolphins. And um, recently he was with the Minnesota ba- uh, Vikings. And uh, he's just a great guy, all-around great guy. And a great father and husband, you know, to the best of my knowledge. But that situation, having a situation like that at this point, is realizing this how short life is and how quickly, uh, in one instant, it can change. And we all know tomorrow's not promised. And we, we just have to appreciate the time and period that we have currently in front of us and appreciate people and situations and circumstances. Life may not be going the way we want it to go, but there's one thing that is. Um, is true is you only have a a certain period of time here we don't know the day the time or the hour when we'll be called home so i'm saying all this to say that it it impacted me as well like i said just it brought back memories of meeting with coach sperano initially and continuing to see him at the ball games and talking to him after games even though it was a while ago a long time ago I still would follow his career. I'd send him a little you know, Instagram, um, you know, send him messages through Twitter or whatever, and congratulating him on each one of his, his moves and his successes. So I say to his family, I'm praying for you. Um, I say to the football world, we lost a great one out there. Um, he really loved the game. And in reading Twitter and some of the things that people were saying about him, it just, again, brought back the memories of my conversations with him. And, and it just, it was just something for me to remember that no matter what you're going through, no matter what the day is, appreciate those that you love. You may have differences, you may have things that are bothering you, and maybe something they're doing is not something that you'd want them to do. But just take a minute and realize that tomorrow's not promised, and we only have today. And we have to take time to appreciate everything and, and be thankful. You know, you, you can be going through very tough times. You all do. You know, been there, do that. I'm doing that right now in a startup business, trying to get, build up my database of customers and relationships. But the one thing I know is one day I'm going to look back on this time and I'm going to realize how fast it went. And how I wasn't taking time to appreciate the moment that I'm in. I was too busy looking at tomorrow and planning for tomorrow and planning for maybe even five years out. And let's face it, I don't even know if I have tomorrow, I don't even know if I have the next minute or hour. So I say to those out there that have a disagreement with someone, move on. Um, You're holding yourself back, you're staying in that situation. And the only way you can let go of what happened or whatever your disagreement was is to truly let go. Because you're really hurting yourself, um, not even that other person, because may not may not even realize or recognize the extent to what you're feeling, the injustice that was done to you. And I I know we live in a society where everybody's so, you know, antagonistic with everyone and everybody's so upset and everybody's just angry. I mean, there's just so much anger out there that sometimes, like I said, to look at the media is just, it it makes your blood pressure go up. And even on Instagram, on Twitter, you know, I have my little says out there on Twitter, but then I, I put it out there so I can move on. I express myself. And then I move on. Because it's not, there's nothing wrong with being upset or annoyed. It's just holding on to it, you know. People say, oh, I forgive and I forgot. But then, you know, honestly, realistically, when you forgive and you forgot, you don't bring it up. You know, you really don't. That's one thing I did realize, is the more I'm talking about a situation, and I know I'm constantly talking about my accident, but I'll be honest with you, that was a turning point in my life that brought me on a journey where I am right now, recognizing I needed to change myself, recognizing that the problems were not other people, the problems were me, and the only thing I had control over was me. And when you realize that, uh, at least for me, once I realized what I was truly in control of, was my behavior, my attitude, you know I tell you I read and meditate upon the Bible. I use that to center you know that's the center of my universe that's who I judge myself against that's who I use to make sure my emotions are in check and and you know letting go of anger and anything that I do, I base it on that and for me, that really centers me. It's helping me you know especially in the area of control you know I think I'm to the other extreme now right you know people are asking me what should I do this that whatever I I find myself asking them well you know what do you want to do or just listening you know listening like I said before that's true communication when you listen to someone And you just don't wait to, you know, because when you're thinking about what am I going to say next, you're not listening. And when you come back so quickly, the queen of that, with a comment, that means you haven't heard what they're saying. So sometimes you just have to listen and digest it and think, you know, even ask, uh, do you want me to make a statement? I just think that we get along a lot better if we practice what God says. You know, love him first and love our neighbors like we love ourselves because our opinions really don't matter at the end of the day your opinion on a subject or a situation a topic none of us know what the future is going to bring nobody knows anybody per- personally except for if they are in your family or in your immediate circle so if we're looking at people outside of those areas then we recognize one thing we're not looking at ourselves at least that's for me you know i know as i say my favorite scripture and you looking at the speck in somebody else's eye because you have a board in your own, you know. And there are injustices that go on, and I will speak to those injustices, but they're not going to ruin my whole day. <laughs> they're not going to be... I know some people are out there just constantly, uh, you know, just handing out the negative comments. I don't want to do that. You know I, I want to hear positive things, and i I want to pray for people in circumstances situations, and especially things where I don't totally understand and, and I'll be honest with you, having dealt once in the in the industry with with actors and actresses, more so with musical entertainers, I know it's a world that is not like what I normally d- deal on a, on a regular basis, having been involved. And all I can say for people that do get involved in that industry, I pray for you, because it's crazy. I don't know if you recently heard about that director from Disney. The things that you're hearing are so true, and it's so sad. And I feel very happy that our daughter, at nine years old, wanted to go into that industry. She was not a movie. Uh, My husband was against it. And I have to say I'm very happy about that, because just the reaction we got when she was on that movie set made me realize and in fact, one of the mothers told me, if she's going to be in this industry, you have to quit your job and you have to go everywhere with her. Just think about the load, the, the amount of children that are out there that are going on these um, these interviews and, and situations, circumstances, young adults even. And you're hearing some of the horror stories now. But anyway, going off on a whole other subject, this time is to really just talk about Tony Sperano and men like him that are good coaches. And when I say good coaches, they care about their, 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 their athletes. And, and, again, I had that experience. I felt that comfort when I first met Tony Sperano, Coach Sperano at University of New Haven, and further on when he was going, you know, at Boston University. And, again, I can only say to you that we don't get many Tony Speranos. And if you know a coach like that, appreciate him. Especially recognizing that professional sports is tough. It's a tough arena. And for him to become head coach for a team like Miami Dolphin and do what he did in the three short years he was there, that's a major accomplishment. That just tells you about his talents. I'll never be able to explain to you his football knowledge and his ability to coach and encourage the player to do more than what they wouldn't even expect of themselves Seen that, heard him speak like that. So once again, I just want to say I'm praying for his family, praying for, for the, his, his, uh, the staff and the people he worked with at Minnesota Vikings, praying for the football world, and knowing that we lost a good young coach. who had, uh, I, I believe, a, a, a fantastic future ahead of him. So remember one thing we have today we have this moment be grateful be thankful don't put yours issues onto other people listen forgive move on let's love one another let's truly love one another with no conditions they don't have to agree with you you don't even have to really like them my favorite line is another one is agree to disagree so I thank you for taking this time to speak with me today. I want to say to all of Coach Brano's players, past and current, praying for all of you. I know this hit you hard. It did hit my son's heart. So I heard from Tom Collette out there in the Midwest. He was on my Instagram page and liked the uh, memory and memory movie. I mean, a picture I, I put out there on Instagram for uh, Coach Brano. I just tell you all, it was a pleasure knowing Coach Brano. And I pray for his family. Thank you so much for listening to me today. Hey, if you're on Facebook, hit me up. I'm on Diane J.C. Harvest. I'm also on LinkedIn. And we also have our website. Again, thank you so much for listening. This is Diane Peters from jcharvestinvestments.com. Make it a great day.